welcome to Dig the Plot Podcast. I'm Jada Atwood. I can't believe July has come and gone, and there was actually 31 days in this month. Can't believe it's over. I'm really excited for what August is going to bring. Maybe a little sadness, but overall I'm excited. Wednesday is my birthday, and my husband is taking me to Malone's to eat. Really, of course, I've already been looking at the menu. And also to the bookstore. I have had at least three, and there may be four, books that I have been so looking forward to reading this year. And I've got them all on request on Libby. It's going to take weeks to get them. Most of them I requested and was denied for on NetGalley. And I've just decided I can't wait any longer. So I'm hoping I go to the secondhand bookstore in Lexington. Love it. They actually have two two of those so I'm hoping I can get those at a discount and I'm hope I'm just gonna just treat myself to those because I really want to read them so I'm hoping that those are all the books that I report in August my son will be moving to college this month oh my gosh the emotion of this is really starting to set in for me I am so excited for him but I'm sad for us it's just going to be a huge adjustment for him and for us probably even more so for us he's going to fall right into things he's actually rooming with friends so it you know it, it will be a transition but just not waking up and having here is just really going to hit hard when it happens so but again super excited for him I know he's going to adjust well I know he's going to excel and he's really only about an hour and a half away so if it just gets too bad I can just become that mom that's sitting outside the dorm room the dorm door saying let me in no I won't do that but he's not that far away so and then our local school starts back and my stepson's band competitions oh those go for two months we'll step into high gear and I'm I look forward to those too because he absolutely loves it my stepdaughter is involved in everything my most favorite thing well no I like pageants and volleyball is my most favorite so we're looking forward to hopefully those and she cheers but she will be attending our state beauty pageant in October and it's just a busy fall between bands and making trips to Lexington to see my oldest and just a lot going on the fall is so busy and then of course you fall into the holidays and then we're looking at a new year so I've just covered what I've got going on through December Oh, and my chickens, since, you know, you used to could hear them on the podcast because we had to raise them when they were chicks downstairs, and now I've put them out, but I have 15, I believe, and I have nine, uh, eight that are, yeah, eight, no, seven, yeah, sorry, seven that's not going anywhere. Well, eight. Okay, just let me name them. So, I have little Jerry, Babs, and Helen, those are black copper Morans. I have just a long-legged modern game hen. He's, they're like bannies, but they've got long legs. Super cute. Um, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. And then I have my Lemon Blues, Noreen, Rochelle, Rochelle, and Kramer. And then I have one Bard Rock for sure that's staying, Sue Ellen. And then probably a rooster will stay. So... We've got a lot of roosters, so some of those are going to have to go. So I don't count too many of my barred rock because I'm not really sure how many. But I love them. I love my chickens. I love going out and sitting in the yard, talking to them. They're very smart animals. So, yeah, we're busy here. 
and we're also reading a lot of books so let's stop talking about life and move into books one of my favorite reads this month is it could never happen here and you know i can't pronounce her name and i meant to look it up it's e-i-t-h-n-e at 10 at n i'm not sure short all and this is one of those books i really don't even know why i requested it i clicked on it on netgalley it i guess the summary their, their summary is super short, I, but I'm so glad. Something paused me enough for me to click on this. It is so good. So right off the bat, you know someone's died. They don't tell you a lot, but it's just one of those short few paragraphs, and you know that the gist of it is someone has been found dead. And then it quickly moves into the story, and it is Beverly Franklin, you will find, will do whatever it takes to protect her local school's reputation and her family's reputation. She is in charge of the school's annual musical, and this year it's going to be televised on national television. So when a scandal involving her daughter threatens to derail it, she derail it, she goes into overdrive. So Amelia, who's her daughter, is just destined to be a star, or she thinks she is. She's already trying to be an influencer on Instagram. You know, I don't really know that that, that makes you a star, but she's very proud of her. And she's going to be the star of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz at Glass Lake Primary. But one morning before school, when Beverly walks in on her naked, taking a selfie and sending it to someone who she tries to say that she didn't send it, but then you kind of hear the swoosh, so she knows she sent it, um, everything starts to crumble. And even worse, and unbeknowing, to Beverly, her other daughter, Ella, is upstairs with a boy asleep in her room, and to beat all, it's a whitehead, which that's a part of the book. I'm just going to let you read for herself, for yourself. The whiteheads are a whole other family who brings along some drama. So there's just a lot going on in this book, and you can almost, well, no, you can't almost, you can. You can feel the chaotic feeling that all of these families have with all of this stuff going on people trying to cover up stuff and not tell the whole truth people you know want, sending a lynch mob after some of these kids when you know really if you step back and look at it everyone's responsible but it really did feel like real life which these people are privileged then you have Maeve let me just say it's odd with so many names in the world at how few names get put, picked for books. Like, I have had just in this month two books where people have been named Maeve. And it's just odd how authors just don't really ever seem to step too far outside of the box for names. But anyway, so Maeve's cat is gone missing, and her mother is determined to get it back. This, to me, was one of the funniest parts of this book. Porcupine is the cat's name. And sh the cat has gone across the street to the neighbor's house, and the neighbor has renamed him Albert. So, like I said, you, there's just all kinds of storylines going on, and I've only touched on a couple. There's a whole lot more. But this book has drama, mystery, humor, real life, and I really found, even though, you know, they probably were people with money, I just found it very relatable. I also like books where you don't know exactly who has died. You know someone's gone, so with each chapter, you're trying to figure out who the heck died. And from the beginning, like I said, you know someone's been killed. And so all they do through all the chapters is just drop a few hints here or there. 
And I didn't even have it figured out until I, well, until the gender was revealed. And even then, you kind of, or I went in the opposite direction of who it really was. So I had no clue who, who had died. I completely had it backwards. But the whole cat situation was just hilarious. And Miss Rogers, the person who ended up taking the cat, was always acting so frail than she really was just to get by with things. It was just super funny, and it added humor, but then it also tackled the seriousness of sexting between teens, tweens, and the lengths parents will go to to protect their children, and also the lengths parents will go to when they can't believe their kids would never do anything wrong, which a lot of the times is the problem. You know, little Johnny would never mess up. Little Johnny would never say that when little Johnny is really the hellion in the class that causes all the problems. So I really love these characters. I loved to dislike these women. And I totally thought that I knew what was going on. But the twist came at me out of nowhere. There's tons of surprises, confessions, twists. It's just a very solid read. It's a very heavy topic mixed in with just enough humor so that it's not too overwhelming. I've never really read anything by this author. Well, no, I've never read anything by this author. And I very much enjoyed her writing style. Everything just kind of flowed. Wasn't confusing because we all know I don't like too many characters. But there were several in this book. But it was told well enough that I could keep everyone separate. I knew everyone's storyline. Names were so different that I kept family separate. It was just a really well done book. Highly recommend that you read it. The next book is Thicker Than Water by Megan Collins. And the story behind it is Julia and Sienna Larkin are sisters-in-laws connected by Julia's husband who is Sienna's brother. And um, Jason is the husband and the brother. So they have been devoted best friends since Jason introduced them. Sienna thinks Jason can do no wrong. Julia, of course a wife, gets a totally different person. She knows he's not perfect, but you know they have a comfortable life. There's been some disagreements, some ups and downs that Sienna doesn't know about, but they're doing okay. Jason has been putting in super long hours to secure a promotion, so when his boss is found brutally murdered with his lips sewn shut, everyone's shocked. So then a few days after that, Jason is in a car accident and placed in a medically induced coma. So even worse, the police show up to the hospital with news that Jason is the prime suspect in the murder investigation. Joy and Sienna begin working to clear his name, and now they find their friendship threatened. Sienna defends her brother no matter what. Does it matter what it is? Does it matter what they say? No, 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 he couldn't do it. He's perfect. He's a saint. And then Julia is less sure, and she's starting to get to where she doesn't want to defend him. This book was just okay. I had seen a ton of reviews on Instagram, so I just went ahead and requested it. Again, not like I don't have 20,000 other books to read. I don't know why I do that. It's like I have FOMO, and it's like I don't want to be left out, so I just go ahead and request, and then I'm speed reading some of these books on NetGalley so that I don't lose my good standing. Crazy. I could really take or leave this book. It, I would have been fine with not reading it. I honestly did not. And yes, I said honestly. I'm not, not changing it. Sorry. 
sorry to my husband. I can't say that I liked any of these characters. I really didn't care for them. It felt like at times that Julia cared more about her relationship with Sienna than her husband, which really, it wasn't like they had been lifelong friends. She had known them, them both equally. The book was just very repetitive. Very, 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 very repetitive. Like, super repetitive. Sienna worked, oh Lord, she worked my last nerve with how blindly she defended her brother. I did, though, appreciate Julia for seeing things as they really were because Sienna was over, she was just over the top with everything. Plus, she was over the top angry and thought her brother hung the moon where Julia just constantly repeated over and over, never trust a man, never trust a man, all because it was something that she learned from her mother. And I'm telling you, you're going to read it a dozen, well, way more than a dozen times. There were just so many loose ends and things that were just never expounded upon. Jason's car accident, I mean, you knew he had one. He went to the hospital, and then it was just like, really, it was never mentioned again. What happened? You know, you thought, I thought, it was going to be due to the fact that someone had killed his boss. I, I don't know. There, I, It was just odd. And then Gavin's, which was the boss, shady business dealings was another thing. I don't really know. I guess they were just trying to throw that in to describe what kind of person he was. Um, his character was never developed, and then it just ended up not even being important. But, I mean, he's dead. To me, that was the whole point of the book. It just, it just was a lot of loose ends that were never tied up that things just needed explaining and it just left you wondering. I mean, it just it just wasn't a fully developed story. Then you had Aiden, the son, who knew something about his dad but wouldn't tell. And that whole relationship could have been brought out more. It could have been really expounded upon. And there was just a lot more that could have been done with Aiden and his dad. I, the ending was just very lackluster. It just, I didn't feel like anything shocking or surprising happened. And then when you figured out who the killer was, you were basically just waiting for everyone else to catch up and figure out who the killer was. Eh, it just wasn't great. I can't say that I recommend it. And I always say that. Everybody likes different things. And there's a ton of five-star reviews for this book. So this is just my opinion. But I just didn't care for it. Next week, we will hopefully take a look at all my new books. I will know Wednesday if I have all of these. Even if I just get one of them, I'll be thrilled. But one of them is the new Shari Lapina. She's absolutely one of my favorite authors. Another is uh, the new one by Liz Nugent. I would really like the Ashley Audrain one. And... Uh, Tracy Connolly? No, no, no. Not Tracy. Tracy Lange. Uh, those are the ones I really want Charlie Lapine and Liz Nugent. That's the two that I really want to walk away from. But hopefully we'll be looking at those. Now, last night I started reading Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers. And I had requested it on Libby just because I had seen it everywhere. Again, another case of FOMO. It is so good. Now, it may take a turn. It may be too long. But right now, I love Vera Wong. And I'm about four or five chapters in. And I'm, it's going to be a light. I feel like it's going to be a light-headed. A light-headed. I, I am light-headed. It's going to be a light-hearted murder mystery. So, looking forward to getting into reading that and finishing that this week. So, we'll probably be taking a look at that next week also.
Thanks for listening to this week's Dig the Plot. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at digtheplot underscore and be sure and join me next week. See you then. Thank you.